Welcome to the Confidence and Eating Podcast with me, your host, Denise Wogan from Foodie Nutrition. This podcast is the place for busy moms to regain their confidence in eating, in feeding, and in yourself as you survive motherhood. Everyone's experience with intuitive eating will be different, as everyone is different. Over the course of 10 weeks, I will be helping you to understand this self-care eating framework which promises to improve your relationship with food. Hello and welcome to episode one. I am so excited to be here to be sharing my knowledge and my passion with you about building a peaceful relationship with food. I want to open with a question. What does being healthy mean to you? I ask this because when I ask new clients how I can help, they most often respond with that, I want to be healthy. And then I ask them, well, okay, so what does that mean? And most often we end up with, I want to lose weight. And then that would mean I'm healthy. Or maybe that when I lose the weight, I'm not going to feel all these symptoms. But maybe that will work for some. But what if you've tried and you can't lose the weight? What if time is just not as plentiful? as you would like, and you just can't fit in all of the things that you feel you need to do to look after yourself, to lose the weight. What if you don't want to do it anymore? What if you don't want to fight with the diet? Does that mean you're never going to get healthy? What I know is that the diet cycle is keeping you stuck, repeating the same thing and really not feeling any healthier, not feeling any different. The diet cycle has left you afraid of eating anything other than a measly Caesar salad and rice cakes. And that is not healthy. What does being healthy mean? It's a really difficult question to answer. The WHO define it as a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease. There's a big piece of work in there. Complete physical, mental and social well-being. Nourishing your health is about so much more than the foods that you eat. What else helps you feel good? Connected, joy, calm, confident. I'm here to help you understand the problem that dieting has created in your world. There's no one right way to be a tree as there is no one right way to nourish and care for your health. There is no one right way to have and to be in your body. This podcast is a place for busy mums to regain their confidence in eating and caring for yourself as you experience motherhood. And I bring this to you because when I was struggling in motherhood, struggling with my confidence, struggling to accept my identity as a mother at home with three little rascals on my toes, I got busy doing what every Google search told me I should do, become a perfect healthy eater. Spoiler alert, it did not work. So I dieted when I was younger, yeah. I haven't experienced a Weight Watchers or Slimming World, but as an adult, I was confused. And who was not confident. I got sucked into juicing, clean eating, keto. My God, I remember three months of no sugar, not just the white stuff, 
No carbs either. No joy. Diets have been around for a long time. And they get rebranded every few generations into something that sounds so new and cool and exciting. And even with all that new shiny obstacle, shiny diet, they can't resolve the physical and the mental challenges on their own. If it worked, why are we living in what we're told is a chronic health crisis? Food's important, but it's not the only thing. So there was light. At the end of the tunnel, I found my way to the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I found intuitive eating and I found coaching. And those were the turning points for me to regain my confidence. I've had many teachers, therapists and guides to thank for that. But most of all, I have my own curiosity. I actually originally thought that that was determination. What I didn't understand was determination was rooted deeply in fear. Fear that I was not good enough, that I would not succeed. So over time, I learned how to change that determination or that thought process to curiosity. And that's what allowed me to stay going, to try one thing, to try another thing, and to never give up. And to know that every time I took a step, I was getting closer to feeling more at ease, more confident. And every time something didn't work, and that still continues as I work on growing my business, every time something doesn't work, I have my back every time. I have the courage to stand up and try again. So yep, taking me lots of hours of self-discovery and coaching and therapy, really to no longer wish that I didn't experience all of that. Because what I now know is that I have a gift that I can share with other people. And you have a gift waiting to be found inside you too. So it will never be my aim to tell you how to eat or what to eat. It's my aim to help you discover the wisdom that you have inside. And to develop the confidence to take the actions that will feel so much easier. When you connect with that wisdom because they're yours. They're yours. They don't, you don't have to write them down in a notebook to remember them. They're yours and they bring you the results that you need. And so for today's episode, we're going to talk about the very first principle of intuitive eating, which is what sets it apart from everything else. We're going to talk about ditching diet culture. And a very quick reminder, what is intuitive eating? Intuitive eating is a philosophy of eating that brings you closer to your body. It brings you closer to understanding that you are an expert of your body. It's a self-care framework that really connects you with honoring hunger and fullness. It's the complete opposite to a diet, okay? Which is why lots of people feel a little discombobulated. I love that word. When they get involved with intuitive eating at the start. So there's no guidelines. And there's no imposed guidelines, I should say, about what you should avoid and what you should eat and when you should eat. Instead, it teaches you that you're the best person to take in information and to understand it for yourself and from there to make a choice. So we've got three main kind of pillars that you're working off. Unconditional permission to eat. You can eat anything you want. That one might seem like, oh my God, I can't do that. So you got to wait and tune in to further episodes where I'm going to talk a lot more about that. Making peace with food. You will learn to rely on your internal hunger and satiety cues. Satiety, what does that mean? 
pleasure. So often I experience people who have no pleasure, no joy in what they eat. And that actually physiologically does mean something in your body. And we'll talk all about that too. And we will learn how eating for physical rather than emotional eatings reasons. We will talk all about that. So there's 10 principles. And for now, just going to stick with principle one. So what's the first principle? Well, it is ditching the diet. Well, what is diet culture? And how do you experience it? Well, all you have to do is open up your Instagram or, you know, just think back to your youth. Nothing feels as good as skinny does. Um, have a look at, you know, maybe the princesses in the movies. Think about Barbie. Think about Miss Skinny Tees. Think about I must go for my run and earn my cake. Keto, meal plans. Even most recently, we're seeing in the media people who are, have gained weight and they're being shamed. Diet culture is the pervasive belief that your appearance and body shape are more important than your physical, psychological and general well-being. It's the idea that controlling your body, particularly your diet, by restricting, by limiting what and how much you eat is normal and good for you. When you do this, your body wants food, but your mind says you can't have it. You create such conflict and confusion. You can trust neither. Diet culture robbed us of autonomy. It tells us what to eat and what not to eat. And I really think that that's why many of us feel so frustrated about advice or recommendations or thoughts around including and incorporating foods and movement and sleep behaviors that are going to help us because of that piece of autonomy that was taken from us over the last, well, for a long time when we go back through the history of diet culture, but particularly, you know, if you're at my age, in the last 30 to 40 years, it's grown to be worthy. You must be thin. At one stage, it was me super thin. Then it was like, you must have a thigh gap. And, you know, there's just media tells us what we should be and how we should be. But have you thought about that word I just mentioned, autonomy? Autonomy is having the capacity to live your life according to your own motive and reason. Not external manipulation or not external factors. You decide what you want. You decide how to live in a meaningful way for you. You decide what's healthy for you. Other people's opinion, society's opinion. Well, that one we're going to leave to the side. You're thinking, God, I'm not impacted by diet culture. How many times have you read the labels on food? How many times have you ignored your hunger and said, oh, I just had a big bowl of porridge for breakfast, so surely I can't eat again. Many times have you associated or you've spoken about your worth in connection with your food? Many times have you eliminated foods? Many times have you felt worried about what you eat? Many times have you talked about a diet? Many times have you avoided carbs? Many times have you exercised to punish yourself? This is how we've been impacted. But it's not your fault. From a young age, we have been taught, we have been conditioned to think that when we look like a princess, Prince Charming is going to come and rescue us. But what about if we rescue ourselves? 
And this is not to say that this doesn't happen for males too. This is a podcast for women. And that's where I will generally reference is women. So the good thing about all of this, as you've began to experience diet culture, it's so internalized, it's so conditioned into our way of thinking, our way of being. Really, really good thing is that when you start hearing new information, you can actually unlearn this stuff. I mentioned earlier, no one diet or food powerful enough to support our health. Our health and the things that we do to mind our health are so much more vast. And we're going to talk about all those things. But on this journey, our core belief, our core focus is ditching those rules that are coming from outside so that we can listen to what we know on the inside. Shrinking your body to fit into what we have defined in media or in society as something that will make you more confident, make you more happy. It doesn't work because body image impacts everyone. So we're going to try and reframe the narratives so that you can feel freer to make your choice, that you can claim back that autonomy. And if you think this is hard, have a little think back. How hard were the bloody diets? So over time, I'm going to keep sharing this message with you so that you can hear it and you can begin to internalize, become conditioned to seeing things a different way. You can stop the people pleasing. You can stop the self-criticism. You can stop feeling like a, an imposter. You can stop telling yourself that your body is at fault. You can stop thinking all or nothing black and white. You can stop the perfectionism. You can stop the disconnection with your body. You can do this when you become more connected in this way of thinking about eating. When you build a more productive relationship with food. So yes, it is really possible for you to change how you feel about eating. So in every episode, I want to leave you with something to work on until we chat again. And I want you to stop and pause for a moment again and think, what does being healthy mean to me? There are endless possibilities and ways to support your health. A lot of them you know, but we don't always do them. And it's not your lack of willpower or discipline or ability. It's because you haven't understood what you need. And why haven't you understood what you need? Because you've been pulled in all directions by those external forces, by that culture that tells you you've got to do it that way. Over the course of this season, I will challenge your thoughts. I will challenge your belief systems. I will bring up topics that are going to make you feel uncomfortable. I will talk to you about stuff that you might not understand for weeks to come. But I will do this because I firmly believe that we are too hung up on food and it is not helpful for your health. And I know from my experience and from the experience of the clients that I've worked with, once you learn more about this approach, once you learn more about yourself, you will find out what you really want to do for yourself and you'll start doing it. You'll start wearing the clothes with joy. You'll start eating vegetables because you want to. You'll start sleeping better. You'll start running. You'll start jumping on the trampoline. You'll get in the pool with your kids. We will chat all about the behaviours that are supportive of your health. 
in a way that there is no mention of diet culture or what you should and should do. And you will incorporate them in your life because it will feel easy. Why? Because it's your choice. Till the next time, what does it mean to be healthy for me? Until the next time, take a pause and think, what does being healthy mean to me? And so, my dear ladies, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, where you're learning a key life skill, how to understand yourself, how to make sense of the challenges that you face, and to use clarity and calm to find solutions in ways you may never have thought possible before and getting completely new and exciting results. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Foodie Nutrition. You can also find me on my website, www.foodie.ie. But please, because it's my mission to create a ripple, empowering women across the globe, across our little country in Ireland here, to really reflect on changing their relationship with food so that they can empower others to do the same. Like and share my podcast so they can learn from this experience too. And if you have any question as we carry on on this journey together, please do reach out to me 